You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. Uh, I'm putting this podcast on with the Jolly Green Giant, everybody. I am putting this podcast on with the Jolly Green Giant. For those of us who are listening, there it is. I was, and by the way, happy Friday, Daniel. Oh yeah, happy Friday to you as well. Um, hey, today's episode is brought to you by McDonald's. They are not just a great tasting restaurant, but they are also part of the community. McDonald's, I'm loving it. This is Locked On Bulldogs. Daniel and I are fans. We started this podcast for fans, by fans, because we are better at that than most things in our life. Just ask our employers, ask our friends, ask our family. Um, we're really good at fandom. And that's right. Thus ends, thus ends the resume, I think, right there. Um, so glad you are here. Glad you found us. You're listening to us or watching us over on YouTube. How you doing? If you, uh, you could do us a huge favor. We're going to keep on reminding you. Get over there and subscribe. We want 1,000 subscribers by SEC Championship. We're going to be doing a giveaway with dogsdispatch.com in tandem once we get there to one of those subscribers. Uh, but we're not gurus or insiders. This is for fans by fans. That's right. So thanks for checking out the podcast. If you are here, no matter how you got here, th- just subscribe to wherever you are. Um, help spread the word about the show. That's great. At Dogs Podcast on Twitter, LockedOnBulldogs at gmail.com is the email address if you want to um, get in touch with us that way. Um, those of you traveling up to Knoxville this weekend, uh, protect yourself. It is a dangerous place out there. Neyland Stadium is the armpit of the United States, and Tennessee fans are the worst human beings in the world. Other than that, should be a fun time. Should be a great. Uh, should be a great contest, and I cannot wait to watch all the surrender cobras on TV. It's going mm. to be. You know, it's kind of wow. funny because when they surrender Cobra and they stick out their tongue between their teeth, like it'll 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 fit perfect with the Cobra theme, right? Uh, right through so. there. Yeah, uh, it's Friday, Clint, and so that means excited, nervous, don't sleep on, and um, <clears throat> there are many things of which we can be um, excited about. But I'm going to share <clears throat> what I think is 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 the biggest, or at least to me, is the biggest. Okay. Um, do you know, Clint, um, how many sacks Tennessee has surrendered this season? Um, I don't regale me. It's 33. The answer is 33. That seems. Do you know where that puts them roughly in the rankings of all college football teams? I'm assuming near the top, Daniel. It's fifth most in the entire country. I'm not really good at math, but if if memory serves, 33 divided by 10 games, roughly, that just a round number, something like that. That's mm-hmm. three a game plus yeah. some, plus some decimal. Plus um, some. Yeah. That's, they that's a lot they of game. They ain't played no 10 games yet, Clint. Um, no, sir. So uh, Tennessee does not protect the quarterback well. Now, you might think to yourself, mobile quarterback, he's out there running around. It doesn't matter. Well, he's getting sacked a lot. 
is what's happening to Hendon Hooker and the boys. Um, Georgia's pass rush this game is what I'm excited about, Clint. Now, Ooh. not having Adam Anderson out there is a blow. It's a blow to the pass rush. It's it's not great. No. Go ahead. I, I was just going to say, may I just encourage you all? No. That is the most you should say about Adam Anderson and the situation. He's not playing. Period. Because I don't know, you don't know, nobody knows, the courts know, and that's it. So stop right there. That's If you haven't noticed, that's the position of Lockdown Bulldogs. When when you've heard us not saying things, that's what we're saying. Not anything. Okay. Uh, Adam Anderson not playing is a blow to the University of Georgia pass rush. But Adam Anderson is not the University of Georgia pass rush. Okay. There are plenty of options in terms of rushing the passer. I expect to see, how about number 17 involved in the pass rush? We haven't seen it in, in a few weeks. N'Kobe has been Ooh. utilized in other ways, albeit effectively. But early this season, Clint, we saw a lot Ooh. of just that A-gap, just Ooh. right in the A-gap. And uh, I expect a little bit more of that. I expect a little bull rush from Nolan Smith. Mm -hmm. I expect Robert Beal to get in on the act. Uh, And then I expect the big fellas in there to eat. Uh, Because the best way to impact a mobile quarterback is to put pressure where, Clint? Uh, Right in his wheelhouse. Just right in his face. Yeah. 33 sacks allowed on the season that number will elevate significantly this game. That's what I'm excited about watching this because, listen, we already said, we said it yesterday on the pod. We stuffed the run on first down. We stuffed the run on second down when they decide to run on second down or we, we tackle that little swing pass on second down. And now all of a sudden, Clint, it's third and eight. They running that ultra tempo on third and eight? No, I don't think they are. We subbing in that pass rush package on third and eight? Yeah. Yeah, I think we will. And then what happens, Clint? That's what I'm excited about. Uh, chaos is what happens after that. Daniel, um, our defense, I'm going to say on the defensive side of the ball uh, because I'm most excited too. Yeah, we're going to get pressure. Nicobe Dean, think back to all the times that Kirby has come up against the quote like, the, the, the most incredible offense, right, in all his tenure. Now, I'm going to use a negative example, but I'm just going to show you the mentality of Kirby and Dan. When we played LSU, we wanted to stop uh, Edwards Alaire from running, and so we brought in that super rover position and just said, wherever he goes, you're going, Lewisine and all the like and everybody else. Anyway, um, Lewisine was the next year at, at, as well. Uh, but here's my point. When you face an offense that necessitates attention, like this Tennessee does, Kirby and Dan get their heads together collectively and create a scheme that is specifically for that team. And I just can't. You you heard Kirby talk about it in the in the media availability, didn't you, Clint? Like he he said it's like a triple option. We've been devoting practices to this for weeks now. Practices during the week of other games, Clint, dedicated to this. Okay. Okay. So so what you're saying is we practiced for those other games 
like Instead four, of four times. And we've practiced for this game like seven times? There it is. There it is. Oh, okay. Look, Kirby and Dan take pride in this. I'm excited to see this defense eat, but I'm most excited for the aforementioned. Everybody's been talking about, well, the DBs haven't been tested. The DBs haven't been tested. The DBs haven't been tested. Look, they Tennessee's got one wide receiver who can go up and get something. I think he's like 6'3", 205, 210, something like that. He's fast. He can take the top off. He's good. I'm not, I'm not saying he's not good. He is good. What I'm saying is, is good on good. And best on best, want to compete. And if you're going to try Hendon Hooker to do that up-tempo, decisions go out the window, the Matt Corral at, at Old Miss kind of system, mm. well, mm. all of a sudden, when you think you have confidence in something and you're going to you're going to force it, which is what these they do in these offenses, um, you're not reading, you're not examining the field, you're, you're trying to do these gimmicky Florida-type things and, and hitting it. Well, our corners, who have yet been tested, whatever that means to people, and our secondary – when the pressure comes, Hinton Herker is not going to have time even to make the throws. I can't wait to see this DB uh, group come out of this and be like, we took shots and we we hit back and we held our own. And now look at us. And now all of a sudden, coming out of this game, not only will we get pass rush, not only will we stop the run, but now our DBs can be bona fide. Ooh, now, now people got a whole different narrative talking about. I'm excited to see our DBs eat. You love to see it. You do. You, love you do. To see it. Hey, we're going back after this, talk about what we are nervous about. But first, I want to let you know about McDonald's. McDonald's, not just a place to get great food, not just a place to get endless fries and McFlurries, not a place to get the quarter pounder with cheese, but also a great place to get reliable Wi Fi, to have a study group, to have a watch party, maybe for some Bulldog action. Uh, maybe after you get done with a Little League game or a flag football game or whatever activity you're coming from, McDonald's is on your way home each and every time. Whether it's on a long road trip like Daniel and I take with our families, um, get out there, get to the Golden Arches. They've been in the community. They care for the community. They are a partner within the community. McDonald's, I'm loving it. All right, Clint. What are you nervous about? Um, lots to be excited about. Some I think some Georgia fans are legitimately nervous about this game. We gave our predictions yesterday. You were a little hesitant on UJ minus 20, but I think you're confident Georgia's going to win this game. But what about this game makes you nervous? Um, two things make me nervous about this game. Uh, one, and, and this is not the malign talk of Stetson Bennett. Okay, this is not me saying I hate him and he's trash. This is me saying in a very adverse environment, in a very loud, hostile, mustard squirting environment. Um, I'm nervous for the offense. I'm nervous for for procedure. I'm nervous for Stetson. Um, getting rattled just a bit when he's on rhythm. Look, when he's making throws that he can expect to the outside and he's on point and when he's making those deep passes, his deep ball, those 50 yard plus to lad and to area and all that. It's, it's great when he's on play action, when he's booting everything like that, but all of a sudden you get him off pace and I don't like it. I get nervous. So I'm not I'm not anticipating the defense getting him off pace. I'm anticipating the environment, the atmosphere, getting him uh, b- behind the chains or whatever you want to call it, whatever you, euphemism you want to use, uh, where all of a sudden the offense 
isn't clicking how it is. Hmm. And then the defense is out there for a lot of wind sprints up and down the field. And instead of relying on that and, and, and then what inevitably comes from that is now we're going to have more consternation on the quarterback. And now really conservative Kirby comes in and Zeus gets 25 carries to really slow it down and bleed that clock. Uh, I'm just nervous about that side of Stetson that we've seen in other games. We like, don't, don't tell me this isn't Stetson. We've seen this in other games prior. I know we haven't thought about it in a while, but it's there. It's part of his, his, his historical record. Uh, that's what I'm most nervous about. Yeah. I'm nervous about, um, two things as well. Um, and the first, it, I'll just, we'll just, we'll be quick. Uh, there's no need to elaborate. I'm nervous about pass interference, Clint. That's I'm nervous about pass interference calls because they are going to take deep shots. We've yes, already covered this in the first segment. I think our DBs are good. You think our DBs are good. I think our DBs will be in position. I don't think we're going to get just destroyed. Maybe once, maybe once we will get very badly beaten in coverage, give a big play. But I think for the most part, we're going to be there. I am nervous that we're also going to be flagged uh, on a lot of those plays, keep drives alive and whatnot. The main thing I'm nervous about, however, is on the offensive side of the ball. And it is not the quarterback position. It is, in fact, the offensive line and the mm. run game. I'm nervous about this run game, Clint. I, I'm not just nervous about it for Tennessee. I'm nervous that what I see at Tennessee is going to make me not trust this run game for the rest of the year. I'm nervous that what I what I see at Tennessee is going to make me go, oh, this is a problem. This is a legitimate problem on the Georgia offense. Um, the offensive line we know against Missouri played very bad against a very, very, very bad run defense. Uh, there have been games when the offensive lines look good. There have been games when the backs have looked good. Um, I still like our backs generally, but I'm nervous about the run game in this. I know Kirby's going to want to stretch out the clock. I know Kirby's going to want to run the ball. Todd is going to want to run the ball. I'm yep. nervous about the offensive line and the running back's ability to get that done, even though Tennessee's defense is not stellar. As you pointed out, I think on yesterday's show, uh, but I'm nervous about this run game and offensive line just for them and for this game and for how it will make me feel moving forward. Look, there's this game. I get it. This is kind of the the last test. Uh, clearly, Georgia Tech's not doing anything. Charleston not doing anything. Going to Neyland Stadium Stadium is a big problem. I, I don't care who you are. Like, you know, Alabama had problem going down to another armpit. Dog. I mean, What's if you're that? a hot dog, it's a, if you're a hot dog going in and the same, is not a problem at all. It's a fantastic well, situation. <laughs> mustard, just, mustard everywhere. How do you have the audacity? Tennessee fan in our comments that keep like, how do you have the audacity to even say anything? about any other person in this people who like throw cats off buildings have more to say than you because they're not trying to hit people with the cats. They're, they're, they're just bad people. 
you're you're actively trying to hurt other people as well. You're, Today you're, on the Lockdown Bulldogs podcast, Clint defends people who throw cats off buildings. I, no, <laughs> I did not. I did not do that. I said they are bad. I said they are bad. That was exactly well, out of my mouth. Tell the fine folks about betonline.ag, which is your online sportsbook experts. They are the place to go to place every wager that you want on college football, the NBA, college basketball, um, all all of your sports betting needs. Uh, go to betonline.ag, enter the promo code locked on, and you'll get a 50% bonus on your initial deposit. That's 50% uh, more money with which to bet on all of the aforementioned sports. Go there now. Place go go listen to the locks episode from yesterday. Put down your spread against the spread bets, your parlays, your teasers, whatever it is that you want. Um, do that at betonline.ag because they are your online sportsbook experts. Want to let you know also about Built Bar. Built Bar does not approve of cat throwing in any situation whatsoever. I'm almost positive, which Lockdown Bulldogs does not as well. Let the record state. Um, okay. We Bill got Bill Bar in there first. So just we did. I, I'm just making sure. Bill Bar. Uh, Tasty's protein bar on planet Earth. How do we know we've tasted them? They are delicious. They are fantastic. They taste like a candy bar. High in fiber, high in protein, low in sugar, keto approved, on the go, meal replacement, pre, post workout, whatever you need. Take one of them, put it into your purse, put it into your car, put it into your pocket, and eat it on the go. They are delicious. They are fantastic. And right now over at BuiltBar.com, you can get 15% off your entire order. That's locked on 15, the promo code for 15% off your entire order at BuiltBar.com. All right, Don't Sleep On is the last segment that we have. And Daniel, what are you not sleeping on for this game? Um, uh, Don't sleep on me watching the entire Georgia-Cincinnati basketball game on Saturday night after... The game is over. Got it in there. There you go. There you go. I'm not going to talk about it. I just... Georgia basketball is playing. We're 1-0. This is a good defensive team, Clint. This team can really... This team can get out there. They can defend. This is... You're you're asking me to say more about it by your reaction. I'm just saying. All right. Don't sleep on that. Also, don't sleep on... As per what I said in the last segment, don't sleep on Georgia throwing to set up the run in this game. Don't sleep on Georgia coming out and and actually letting it rip a little bit, even though Todd and Kirby will want to slow down the game. Letting it rip a little bit, playing on what I think Todd Munkin knows is the strength of this team, which is the pass catchers. We know it's the strength of this team, the pass catchers. He knows he's got two quarterbacks who can get them the ball. Don't sleep on Big O, Brock Bowers, Jermaine Burton, Kyrus Jackson, A.D. Mitchell. I could go on and on and on. Don't sleep on Georgia throwing it early to set up the run uh, and that being the way that Georgia keeps its offense on the field, keeps drives alive, scores touchdowns, and puts all the pressure back on Tennessee, um, which... I mean, once that team ain't used to punting, Clint. Once that team punts a few times, you understand the energy, the energy going way down. It Clint. doesn't look good. It's not a good look on them, uh, Daniel. I 
I like that. I think you're exactly right. I think we are going to pass more. I think we're going to try to spread out a little bit more. I think get them in personnel groupings. I think uh, even if I can go with this, Todd's going to wait to get in the play call. Don't look for that play clock to get down, not because we're only milking it, but because Todd is keeping personnel on the field. Spread it out, get the ball going, get the linebackers and the defensive line spread out, and then hit Zeus on maybe motioning uh, Brock back into the box, you know, having the one tight end look with a one running back and doing a little off tackle. Uh, Stetson, by the way, um, I'm, I'm give you a little twofer. Don't sleep on Stetson Bennett leading this team in rushing this game. Um, Ooh, totally behind that RPOs, uh, set up the pass, scrambling bootlegs, all that stuff. And if Stetson does have, there is, there is one thing I hear it. I, I, so people don't call me a Stetson hater. Um, if it get out a leg up on JT, when the play breaks down, the one thing I want Stetson to do, the one thing, tuck it and run. Don't try to throw it and force it and huck it up there. You can and deep ball. I get it. But when he tucks it and starts booking it, the guy is fantastic on the run, no, Daniel. I've heard. That's, he's just, that's he's just what I've heard. incredible. I love watching it. So um, don't sleep on Setson leading this team and rushing. And you alluded to it in the excited for this defense and the sacks. Don't sleep on N'Kobe Dean leading this team in sacks this game because here's my suspicion of why they practice. With the triple option, this was a great analogy. Triple option. Do you know what kind of football defensive mindset they call defending the triple option? It's assignment football. So mm-hmm. you just go. One guy has running back. One guy has quarterback. One guy has pitch man. Dive, quarterback, pitch. And you are on it no matter what. Don't get fooled by anything else. As a matter of fact, when the play comes to your side, go and attack your man. That's how you defend the, the triple option. Okay, it's assignment football. If Kirby's saying that, what I am s- have a sneaking suspicion is you simplify it and let your players play. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, Nakobe, guess what? His name's Hendon Hooker. Stay with him. Where he goes, you go. Tackle him. Go tackle him. So if he Step drops back, back, when he says hut, go mm-hmm. get him. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I have a sneaking suspicion that Kobe Dean does. Don't sleep on him spying or manning up the quarterback the entire time and getting in there, pressuring him, blitzing him from that A-gap or on any runs that they do uh, in the rest of the game, Daniel. Clint, you love to see it. Uh, mm, you do. You're going to love to see it. It's going to be a great time this weekend. Um, George is going to beat the crap out of Tennessee. Oh. So just take that in, let that marinate for a little bit, uh, and enjoy the game this weekend. Clint and I will be back next week. We got more guests lined up. We got some familiar faces. We might have some new guests. We will see what happens. Uh, but we'll be back breaking everything down uh, on YouTube, on the audio podcast. Subscribe to the YouTube channel and enjoy your weekend. Go dogs, and we will see you on Monday. See ya.